on maynard.com.au. 30 seconds to go now, isn't there? That clock's about 12 and a half seconds fast. Enjoy yourselves. Yell a lot at the beginning. That's exactly what we're doing here today, live from the men's toilet in Ultimo Road here in Ultimo. And today on the show, you will hear Rod Clarkson, Melissa, the Andy 500. So get down in your underpants and pray to the church with the funky chicken. And stay Velcro to your radio for the next four hours. Look out! It's Sunday afternoon fever. Okay, let's get the show off to a good start with some Barry Manilow. I knew you'd like that.
Oh, cooking away there with Barry Manilow here on Sunday Afternoon Fever live in front of a feverish audience. Okay, now how do you like the men's toilet here in Ultimo? It's... Oh, it's alright. ABC has gone to a lot of trouble today. You can see we've put some wood panelling in. Looks great. Smells a bit of a problem though. <laughs> well, the smell will get a bit stinkier as we go on in the afternoon. I mean, we don't have 30 people in a small room with lights on very brightly for nothing.
on our live Sunday afternoon fever on Triple J across Australia with our live audience. Hi, live audience. Hi. Hey. I've got this really shonky panel here. I call it shonky because I only was introduced to it 10 minutes ago. They said, hi, Manard, here's a panel. I said, hi, panel, and we didn't get on from the first words. But still... <laughs> is feeding back there. Lenny Kravitz here!
vegetable Incredible Oh Sultans of Pink got their great new album out. There you go. Look at that. Look at that. That's a new album. It's called Casual Sex in the Cineplex. Now, this album isn't available in Australia. Um, the title's a bit hard for Sony Records to fit get around their mouth. They can't quite get it out. But do you like the picture of the barking dog on the back? If you had to put a dog on a record company, that's the dog you'd put there, isn't it? Definitely. There's a song from them called Veronica. They're trying to be a little bit normal there. And speaking of bit normal, I see uh, Rob Clarkson's just sitting over there in the corner. Hiya, Rob. How are you, Rob? Hi, Maynard. How are you? He's uh, in a second. We'll have him on. I think we'll just play a bit more music to get there. You all tuned up, are you? Kinda, sorta. Play one song. We're back with Rob Clarkson in just a second here on Sunday Afternoon Fever. Like babies with temptation eyes.
Okay, and we're back here, here at the completely... Uh, oh, God, I hate that panel. Might not hear Triple J and Sunday Afternoon Fever in our toilet. Hi, guys. Hi. Got my harmonica here because we've got big Rob Clarkson standing over there. And ladies and gentlemen, what is he wearing? What band has he got on him? Yes. He's wearing his Kiss t-shirt. Special afternoon for you, obviously, Rob. It certainly is, mate. I'd like to dress up on a Sunday. What, what have you been up to today anyway? What has Rob Clarkson been doing? Well, it took me a long time to find the toilet here, and I've never seen so many people squashed into a urinal in it's my life. It's kind of nice, and the smell, it gives it a kind of ambience you don't find in most radio studios. No, we're very lucky. The smell of the wee-wee. What are you going to do for us this afternoon? We're going to kick off with one song. We'll have a bit more of a chat to you later. What do you want to kick off with first, Rob? This is a song called Didn't I See You In. What's it about, Rob? It's about a bad party. We're at one right now. Very apt. Give it a go, Rob. <laughs> It's a nice out for the theatre crowd And everyone is talking, is talking real loud It's not what you say, it's out loud You say it round here It's a night out for the theatre mob And no one is talking about their day jobs Making cappuccinos doesn't make good conversation They're talking about why they didn't get their grants and those who did must be in someone's pants Didn't I see you in? Didn't I see you in? Yeah, that was me Well, darling, you were fabulous But who was that tragic case who messed up the middle of Act 3? You walk over and we start to chat Have you seen this and have you seen that? I just looked down at my glass I wish it was empty you say, well, look at who has just come in. I can't believe she's still seeing him. He's a tramp, he's a slut, and everyone knows about her. And I can tell by now you don't want to stay. But you're just waiting for me to say, hey, didn't I see you in? Didn't I see you in? Yeah, that was me. Well, darling, you were fabulous. You outshone the whole cast. So ordinary Well, don't fool me now I hate to put you in an awkward position But this party is almost as dull As a party full of musicians Talking about guitar strings Talking about drum skins Well, it's late now, and all I can do is watch who's going home with who. The casting couch is alive and well and starts here. They get back to the flat, and then it'll start. This is life imitating art. Inside the whole thing at this stage is so well managed. And when it's done, they start to sober up. They look at each other straight after the root and say Didn't I see you in? Didn't I see you in? Yeah, that was me Well darling you were fabulous But all I can say is you didn't show that much passion with me No, didn't I see you in? Didn't I see you in? Yeah, that was me well, darling, you were fabulous, but all I can say is you didn't show that much passion with me. No, didn't I see you in? Didn't I see? 
Got me moving in a big way here. Has this happened to you? I mean, you've been hanging around the theatre, the uh, the Belvoir Street Theatre in the foyer there, yeah. been meeting those actors. See, oh, you were great. Yeah, a bit of that. You just sort of have to compliment everyone, then you get away with it, really. <laughs> you've been touring around a bit, too. Uh, you originally come from Hobart. You're a Hobart boy. Mm-hmm. What's, what suburb in Hobart? Well, I spend a lot of my time in a place called Lena Valley. What oh. goes on there? Well, is it an apple picking place? Or? <laughs> oh, Maynard. Not at all. What's, we well, didn't have well, any apples where I grew what's up. What's the growth industry? Road accidents? What's, <laughs> what's, what's the thing there? Actually, there's a big hospital just down the end of the road. I was a right. A lot of Tasmanians born in it. And you were one of them. I was, in fact. And then you moved to Melbourne for a while where you met Talot Talot. Yeah, well, other things happened too, but yeah. But that was the only important thing that happened to you in Melbourne was when you met the guys from Talot Talot. And now you're living in Sydney doing... Uh, I was out in Parramatta last night. That was good fun. You have to catch the bus out, don't you? No, no, I got a lift last night, so that was all right. I got the train out to Camden the night before. Yeah, I was talking to a guy who saw you at the Camden gig and he said he having a head in chat with you and, you know, you had to fight off a few renegades on the train on the way out there. <laughs> no, no, it was fine. They were fighting me off. You were waving that guitar around. Hey, anyone want to hear some songs? Yeah. Now, we've got you in here to do two songs. I've got another one you want to take a crack at. Which one do you want to have a go at, Rob? I'll take a crack at the last song on my record. The record's called Off Your Faith. Have, mm. you, have you had a loss of faith in something recently, Rob? No, no, everything's going well, thanks, mate. Yeah, well, with, with a Kiss t-shirt like that, I reckon you're, <laughs> you're well on the way to being famous. Thank you. That's sweet. <laughs> Been nice to you, hey? I mean, I've got you in front of 30 people here. I'm not going to go, am I? <laughs> Now, Rob, what do you want to have a go at? Everything I thought was funny, I know now, was cruel. Ooh, a song about... I don't know, I just say it a lot, so I thought I'd call it that. It's Rob Clarkson, a round of applause. Big Rob! Porcupines have quills and dogs have legs to hold them off the ground Bulls have horns to gouge and cars have horns so they can make a sound But of all things of this world which move me make me wonder who I am Nothing ever surprises quite as much as the size of a diaphragm Never stop to smell the roses, they just make me sneeze But for you it wear a respirator and bring you a bunch of three When I find myself in times of trouble Your brother Harry is never ever around I like Harry a lot He's always had good advice for me about He says you better save your energy And start to look after your health Cause when the going gets tough The toughest off and leave you by yourself Never stop to smell the roses They just make me sneeze But for you it wet a respirator And bring you a bunch of three A bunch of three And everything I thought was funny I know now was cruel And everything I thought was funny I know now was cruel And everything I thought was funny I know now was cruel And you mock me cause I find I have to urinate again You take the piss out of me I wish you would quite literally, my friend Bursting bladder, pounding, heart and thumping Brain, I got it all My body's on the verge of collapse Don't know how much you can 
take of this anymore Never stop to smell the roses, they just make me sneeze But for you I'd wear a respirator And bring you a bunch of trees And everything I thought was funny I know now was cruel And everything I thought was funny I know now was cruel And everything I thought was funny I know, I know, I know Oh yeah It was cruel Rob Clarkson, live here on Triple J as we come to you from the men's toilet in Ultimo in Sydney on our Triple J temporary studios. Having a great time this afternoon. Hey, I think we should play some of your friends' Tolop Tolop from their new album. That's a good idea. Yeah, it's called Pistol Butts A Twinkle A Twinkle, which is basically their last album with four new tracks with the track order reversed. Do you help them with this at all, Rob? No, no, I um, I was ignored during the whole recording process. Oh, <laughs> catch you later, <laughs> Rob Clarkson. See you, i 
Box of Gods uh, from their album Twistle Butts, A Twinkle, A Twinkle. And this week on Triple J, we've got a very big feature album, Paul Westerberg. Anyone heard of Paul Westerberg? Yes. Yeah, he's a truck driver from Illinois, and he's recorded a couple of songs, Love Me Tender, a few other ones, and we thought we'd put them in the feature album this week. There it is. Have a look at that. A round of applause for the CD cover. A scattered round of applause. Our feature album all this week here on Triple J, Knocking on Mine. Pretty shortly, we're having Lance and the Hollywood Kids. Um, 
14 songs to feature our more this week here on Triple J Knocking on Mine from Paul Westerberg. And in the audience here we've got Simon. Hiya, Simon. I'll just go up the back to where you are. How you been, Simon, you groover? Well, it's been a hard time for me. Yeah, you sound a bit down. Why for the low face, Simon? I've had my heart ripped from my body. I've had my trombone stolen. He's had his trombone stolen! Now, how did this happen? You were playing it and someone said, I've had enough of that. I get the feeling there's a vengeful neighbour somewhere in in Redfern. So if you want your trombone back, I mean, how do people go about giving you back your trombone? I just want my trombone. I don't want vengeance or anything, if they they can ring me on. 699-9728, it's not toll free, but, you know, Sydney area. So if someone from Perth was in Redfern last night and stole your trombone to give you a bell... Yeah, that's right, and don't worry about the time difference. Now, actually, how do we know you're a trombone player? How do we know, Simon? I just happen to have a trombone over here. Strangely enough, Simon, come on down here. I've got my uh, Yamaha student model uh, with a Vincent Bark mouthpiece. It's a Yamaha uh, 352S. That's for student, also for silver, because I like silver. My uh, dad gave this to me uh, during the early 80s, and as you can see, I haven't cleaned the mouthpiece since then. Yum, yum. Yeah, the KC Ming. Yeah, my mum used to give me that. It's all down there. What are you going to play for us now, Simon? Bless us trombone. What's that? It's a piece of music for trombone. Simon, who had his trombone ripped off last night, playing with his soul. stole his trombone please give it back or even if you want to book him for a party hell the guy's a party animal let's have some jam and then we'll be back with the lads and the Hollywood kids telling us what's been pooping in Hollywood <laughs> it's not that's entertainment you thought I was going to play that's entertainment nah
jam from Sound Effects. We'd start here on our live program. We've got Lance coming up pretty soon with the gossip. I thought I'd throw myself into the middle of the audience and have a bit of a chat to a few people about Lance. Are you a regular Hollywood kid listener? I love it. I absolutely love it. <laughs> and what is it about Lance and John's gossip that you like so much? It keeps me up to date on what's happening in Hollywood. Yeah, they certainly know how to get that poop. What do you reckon about Lance and John? I have no idea. What? <laughs> What a loser. What You've never even heard them. No. So what are you doing sitting in this audience? <laughs> um, my sister won tickets. Your sister won it? Which is that your sister? You don't look a lot like a sister to me. I try to be. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you're a sister to all people of the world. I think we should have a bit of a listen and see what they've got tied up their sleeve. Hit it, Simon Marnie. Intro it for us. Okay, pop stars, let's load the pooper scoopers, dig the dirt and empty the trash cans because there's a whole heap of scuttlebutt coming in from Lance and the Hollywood Kids, the Gossip Kings. And coming to us now from Tinseltown is Lance of the Hollywood Kids. Hey, Maynard, I'm a little bit hungover. Oh, really? What, you've been doing a bit of drinking? You haven't been to O Boys, have you? No, 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 that's off limits for us. Now, what's the new club? Oh, gerbils? Oh, gerbils, yeah. No, we went to the new hot restaurant club in Tinseltown last night called Babylon. And boy, was this place jumping, Maynard. We went with our friend Charlene Tilton. You remember her from uh, Dallas? Of course, yeah. Now, did you get JR to go along with you as well? No, but he did hear JR's finally off the booze, cleaned his act up. So how did you and Charlene and John, what sort of time did you have? Well, we went there, we had dinner, and we looked around, and there was James Woods with not one, not two, not three, but four gorgeous girls at his table. And then we uh, were having our appetizers, and we looked over, and we saw superstar Cher sitting in a cozy, dark booth, and she was with her daughter, Chastity Bono, you know, Sonny's little daughter. I like that name. Chastity and her female lover, Chance, have a new rock band out called Ceremony. Her lover's called Chance. Chance. C-H-A-N-C-E. Cher and Chastity were sitting at a booth, and Cher was uh, very, very skinny, and she was drinking mineral water. And then after we finished our dinner, we were having dessert, and in walks Miss Troublemaker herself, Shannon Doherty. Did she waste any time causing a scene? She wasn't with Judd Nelson. She was with this big, long-haired biker boy. He had real big muscles and long hair and a sleeveless jacket. And then about 20 minutes later, her cohort in crime, little Tori Spelling, came in. Tori was with her boyfriend, Nick Savalas, who is, of course, Telly Savalas' son. Aaron Spelling's daughter with Terry Savalas' son. I don't want to even think about that. I know. It's like getting really, really weird here. Son of Kojak is dating daughter of Dynasty. And what else? Somebody came in and whispered in Shannon's ear that the paparazzi were outside and they wanted to get pictures of her and this new biker boy. And she flipped out. She jumped up from her chair when she heard the paparazzi were outside. And the chair hit Charlene Tilton, our guest, in the back of the leg. And Shannon, like, got up out of her chair. The chair hit Charlene. Shannon walked by. Very, very quietly, she said, sorry. Like, she could have cared less. And Charlene, we had to hold her back, Maynard, because she was going to punch out Shannon. So Tori Spelling and Nick Savalas went out front, and they posed for pictures with the paparazzi. Meanwhile, Shannon and her boyfriend snuck out the kitchen door of the restaurant so no one would get a picture. I don't think Shannon wanted any pictures of her with this guy because she's still dating Judd Nelson. Also, there's um, the Flintstones movie coming out and the Fugitive movie coming out with Harrison Ford and the Beverly Hillbillies with Lily Tomlin. Everybody just wants to turn things into movies. What's next? The Patty Duke show? Well, I'm just going to work on the script right now for that. Lance, we'll be back in a minute. 
What have those Hollywood cousins been up to, Lance? Speaking of all those TV shows turned into movies, this one is called Dennis the Menace with Walter Matthau as Mr. Wilson. Yeah, yeah, it's opened in Australia for school holidays too. What's it like? Well, it's like a Home Alone 3, basically, let's be honest. But we decided since the movie was coming out and all this big hoopla, why not find TV Dennis the Menace, little Jay North? Remember him? He is about 42, and he says he now feels the peace within himself, and he's not going to be in the business. He's moving to Florida. Well, what's he going to do there? He's just going to be a uh, like, public relations for a hotel or something, 
And let's see, what else do we... Oh, we hear there's trouble on the set of Sly Stallone's new movie, The Demolition Man. Trouble with the catering? What's the story? You know, his new movie's just opened up here a couple of weeks ago, Cliffhanger, and it's a big hit. Sly's back on top after all those bombs he's made. Now they're saying his next movie is going to be another major hit. However, it's way over budget. It's way over schedule. Our spies say Sly Stallone's a nervous wreck. The producer is Joel Silver, who is responsible for all those exploding lethal weapon movies, Die Hard and all that kind of razzmatazz. So they say he may be one of the reasons the uh, picture's behind schedule and over budget. Maybe the film's taking a long time to come back from The Chemist. No, no, no. Dish on Whoopi Goldberg, her new movie, Sister Act 2, is almost finished. And our spy who worked on both of them says, what? It's like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. The first one, I guess, Whoopi was real hard to work with. She fought constantly with the director. She felt she was underpaid. Well, of course, the movie Sister Act went on to become the big comedy hit of last year and earned millions of millions of dollars, prompting Disney to make the sequel. And our spy said that now on the set, Whoopi is, quote, very loving, very sweet. And, of course, those visits to the set by Ted Danson have made her one happy camper. And I know it'll cheer you up also. A guess who? Don't sue. Who's been doing what to who without the name? Well, that top ten TV teen star is coming out of the closet in a big way, Maynard. We hear tell she was spotted at a lesbian party kissing a girl on the couch and that she's also got the hots for a butch bartender at a gay girl bar. How you doing? See you Lance and the Hollywood Kids. No!
just arrived. Simon Day from Ratcat, he's out. Oh, in, oh, hi, Simon, how are you? Go for the mic with the red sock, Simon. The red sock? The red sock. So how come you found yourself in Triple J today here, Simon? Uh, you don't normally visit I was just passing by Maynard and I saw the light on, thought I'd drop in. I track Bud and I listen Bud. Don't you give me all. Thank you. 
road from Neil Murray. Here we are back in the toilet at Ultimo here. We've got a couple of bands in the toilets, a whole audience. We've got a green room full of stars out there. Still to come on the show, we've got Melissa coming on a little bit later and Andy 500 playing live on the other side of the studio. Look, here's all their equipment. You can make off with some before they get here. I want to love somebody. Cause you need to be back in the arms of a good friend And I need to be back in the arms of a good friend I didn't know nobody And then I saw you coming my Don't you need to be back in the arms of a good friend? Oh, cause honey, believe me, she'll love to call you my girlfriend. Guy, we've got a hell of a nice audience here, haven't we? Yeah. Okay, I'm just gonna um, oh, bit of backward sounding music there. Oh, Scotty's on the panel there. On your Scotty, hey, Scotty, how's it going back there on that panel? All right? Oh, yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he studied at the University of Van Halen, and he's just ready to do all sorts of things back there with that panel. More foldback, top ends. Now, just drop down the lyrics here. I've just dropped down the word, lyrics to the Love Boat in front of this audience, and can everyone read it? Yeah. Justine, our, our researcher, filled them out. You, you sure these are the right words, Justine? We're not sure, so we could have some wrong words in here. What we're doing is a mass karaoke now. You're all going to sing The Love Boat as we play the tunes. Everyone feel good about that? Yeah! 
Okay, let's have the tune. As sung by Jack Jones. Remember the first line is love, exciting and new. Sing along at home too. Here we go. Love, exciting and new. Oh, that was so slack. We're expecting you. It floats back to you Because, because The love Soon we'll be making another run The love Promise is something for everyone Set a course for adventure Your mind on a new road a round of applause very embarrassing for them all we had a few shirkers that were moving their lips but making a noise call me Leonard Nimoy and we'll be back in just a second with the Andy 500 
call me Leonard Nimoy, a UK group Freaky Realistic there. And make welcome, ladies and gentlemen, at home and here in our toilet at Ultimo, the Andy 500. <laughs> But be discreet, don't go off your beat She's too close for comfort Too close, too close for comfort Please, not again Too close, too close to know just when To say when Be firm, be fair But please beware on your guard Take care while there's such temptation One thing leads to another Too late to run for cover She's much too close for comfort now people to meet in the toilet block. Wonderful. Another song now. It's, uh, it's a love song about a particular organ of the body and being in a toilet. Well, what better place to do it? <laughs> Just me and you And nothing any less than that will do You are pretty, you are cute I like you in a bathing suit But that's not why I set this down for you Oh no, because I love your brain Are the same Your beautiful brain Shining from inside 
care if you're two foot tall Or a thousand pounds, it don't matter at all Just as long as we can be together Cerebellum, I love them now, even though I can't smell them. Your cortex means that much to me. Oh, yeah, because I love your brain. I like the way it works with all its quirks. I think we we'll think of the same. Your beauty. Taking us back to the golden days before there was radio, before there was rock and roll, back to 1973. It's great. You guys, you got me working in a big way. Where you guys been gigging lately? Where you been doing this sort of thing? Oh, play at Kinsella's every Tuesday night. What sort of audiences have you been getting there? The usual, the hip-hop crossover, old-school, new-school crowd, I guess. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I was a bit trepidatious about it at first. I thought it was just going to be full of haircuts and... Uh... Well, wankers, but no, it was fine. It was great. Uh, and you guys are snappy dressers too. It was radio, but still, I think they should have a round of applause for their dressing audience. Nice. <laughs> snappy dressers. Uh, you're one of the few bands in Australia that give the sharper run for their money when it comes to dressing, <laughs> I reckon. We're very contrived. Quite contrived. <laughs> nice orange shirt you've got there too. So you guys, you, when you were forming the Andy 500, you had a couple of different names and you almost called your band William Shatner's Pants. <laughs> got to ask you now, whatever happened to William Shatner's Pants? They're still in the rehearsal studio, down in Zen Rehearsal Studios. They've been there for two years. Because oh, it's a bit of a concept band. What were you going to do with William Shatner's Pants? It's a three-piece synthesizer band doing, doing popular songs, reviving them on the Maug synthesizer, as they used to do in the 70s. Oh, don't you mean the Moog? No, it's actually Maug. Well, I've got a Moog album at home that's got the proper pronunciation, and it's M-O-W-G. Oh, so there you go. It's Maug. So, I will look forward to seeing William. I, I, just, I would just love to get up on stage and say, William, gentlemen, now, William Shatner's pants, live on stage. <laughs> to watch a pair of pants, it'd be great. You guys got two more songs to do for us. Why did you decide to choose this period of music? What period of music are you covering? Is it well, it's, it's not exactly jazz. It's like pre-rock and roll popular music. Those last two songs, do we know the artists that did them originally? Well, the first one, Mel Torme does, and the second one was an original one. You also do a couple of Dean Martin numbers too, don't you? Yes, we have been known to do a few Dino songs. Going to eat this afternoon or Dino's off the list this afternoon? Uh, no Dino songs this afternoon. Who's the next one by? The Sandpipers. Wow. The Sandpipers. I'm hey. impressed. <laughs> the Andy 500. <laughs>
sincero e donde cresce la fama io sono un hombre sincero e donde cresce la fama piante e ante te muero e donde cresce le salma Guantanamera dai gira Guantanamera Just a man who is trying. De donde cresce la fama. To get some good loving before dying. Yo soy un hombre sincero. Is this the right of the railway station? De donde cresce la fama. To get some good loving before dying. So if you're out there and you need some good loving and I'm dying. And you'd like to get some good loving before I die. Hey baby, wow! Guantanamera. Gajira Guantanamera. Don't try the cough lozenges around the urinals here. They're not actually cough lozenges. Okay, we've got a contemporary song that we've sort of swung a little, a bit jazzy, bit of out there. Turn it inside out, turn it on its head, and it's come walking back to you. Come on, come on, come on, come on now, touch me, baby. Can't you see that I am not afraid? What was that promise that you made? Why won't you tell me what she said? What was that promise that you made? Now I'm gonna love you Till the heaven stops the rain I'm gonna love you till the stars fall from the sky for you and I.
now touch me, babe Can't you see that I am not afraid? Boom! What was that promise that you made? Why won't you tell me what she said? What was that promise that you made? Now I'm gonna love you Till the heaven stops the rain I'm gonna love you Till the stars fall from the sky For you and I Reach up and give them a damn good touch. The Andy 500. Of course, they play every Tuesday night in Sydney at Kim Sellers. Go and see them, rub them, wear their clothes, do all those sorts of things. Woohoo! Andy 500, thanks a lot.
song from E17, the Kicking in Chairs mix of uh, Western Girls. Of course, a Pet Shop Boys song, which they're covering and making it sound a little bit like the original. You can plainly see 
decision you just made Hear the big whoop a little piggy say Little pig, little pig, let me in little number by a group called Green Jelly. Uh, Free Little Pigs. Sounded like I had uh, Tiny Tim on backing vocals there. Oh, by the hell of my chin chin. We'll be back in just a second when Richard Kingsmill graces us with his presence. <laughs> Dexys Midnight Runners from their album Two Rye and Jackie Wilson said, We've got Richard Kingsmill here, but before we can bring Richard Kingsmill in, we've got to play some stupid introductory theme. This weekend, where the action is on Triple J on Swing and Radio. An applause for Richard Kingsmill!
Yeah, I mean, normally, Richard, you sort of come in here and it's just you and me and we have a bit of a chat in the Hawaiian shirts, we have a drink and we go home. But there's an audience here, Richard. <laughs> I know. It's intimidating in a way, but I had to be in the presence of greatness on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah, oh, yeah, they're all here. We're like, what, well, yeah, Melissa's out there. I know, that's what I was talking about. We've got Simon Day, we've got a whole stack of people. And you yourself... <laughs> <laughs> So good, I want to hear it again. <laughs> it's a great theme, that one. Hey, Scotty, there. <laughs> Scott on the desk. Round of applause for Scott, please. Hey! Oh, now, you brought us along a song, like you always do, Richard's Pick. Um, do, you mind if we, do you mind if the audience asks you questions? Do you feel like... I mean, is anybody in the audience who's got a question for Richard Kingsman? You're going to censor the questions, Maynard? Yeah, yeah. You, you hear him all the time. He comes on every Sunday. Is oh, look at the hands going up in the air. <laughs> no, I, I, that, is he, I, obviously, is he... you've been very revealing on your show lately. You got a question for him? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's one. That's very, one. I, I woke very, up this morning and I said, "Who am I?" Very oh, important right. question. Who the fist are you, Richard Gaines? Well, what do you yeah. do on Triple J? I do the nighttime program, Tuesday to Friday. Obviously, you go to bed early. Do you? You're out. He's out. He's out having fun. Ah. He, you know, he's not one of these young people that stay at home wearing black and cure records and listen to your show, Richard. Yeah, I know. But anyway, I got a present for everyone because I brought in today a typical Sunday matinee type of song. So I thought I'd it? bring in the Chocolate Bullets oh, and share wow. them with the audience. Oh, right. And oh. see how well they can catch. Okay, catch the Chocolate Bullets, everybody. Okay, that's from Richard. I'm going to throw the Triple J condoms at you. Here, have the condoms. There you go. A few of them. Because if you've got bullets, you're going to need condoms. Everyone knows that. And a few stickers there. We've chucked a lot of stuff at the audience and made them slightly aggressive. What song have you got for us? All right, a classic. Dates back to 1959. Maynard actually heard me play it the other night on the radio. I was driving. I was driving along. I heard him play this song. It was apparently the high point in my radio career, he said. You played this and then you played Stevie Wonder and then you played The Hustle. You played three songs in a row and I thought, that's it, Richard Kingsmill is my favourite person in the universe. I nearly put you out of business. I was grooving in the VW. I thought, yeah. Who remembers The Blob, the film? The Blob. Steve McQueen. Classic. Was his first Remember the theme song? Well, you're about to. Richard, Go for it, Scotty. Introduce it. The Blob by The Five Blobs. Oh, dear. That's one of my dub jobs. Oh, dear. I don't sound okay. Up. Swing it. Beware of the blob, it creeps and leaps and glides and slides across the floor, right through the door, all around the wall. A splotch, a blotch, be careful of the blob. Beware of the blob, it creeps and leaps and glides and slides across the floor, right through the door and all around the wall. A splotch, a blotch, be careful of the blob.
Beware of the blob, it creeps and leaps and glides and slides across the floor, right through the door and all around the wall. A splotch, a blotch, be careful of the blob. Beware of the blob, it creeps and leaps and glides and slides across the floor, right through the door. Oh, well, a, a huge reaction on that one from the audience. Hey, whoa! I think I, I think their teeth were still stuck together with the bullets. Uh, the, the five blobs beware of the blob. Actually, you can sing along with it. You should go. You might beware. not realise that the people who wrote that song are now millionaires. Not from that song, actually. <laughs> I don't want to put them on the map. Bert Bacharach. Bert Bacharach. And Hal David. Oh, they wrote the theme for Casino Royale. I don't remember that one. Oh, the Herb Albert tune. Ah, oh, right. We have a go at this. If I go, you could all you sing Beware of the Blob. Let's go. Do, 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 do. <laughs> yeah, you can see they really enjoyed it. <laughs> they remembered it. Richard Kingsville, once again, you've broken down those musical boundaries. Get back to uh, weekday night times, 10 o'clock or 9 o'clock. You're coming on. I don't listen to you either. Oh, thanks, mate. <laughs> Who am I? Uh, Richard Kingsville. I'm not him. Who I'm Andy Glitra. It's Andy Glitra. Ladies and gentlemen, Andy Glitra here, filling in for Richard Kingsville on Sunday afternoon fever. <laughs>
What happened to the day what rock was it? Straight edge my way, I wanna know what? Who you think you are? Jesus Christ, superstar, I wanna know what? Why it went wrong, I wanna know Why I'm singing the song, I wanna know Why? Cause I got to know Why? Cause I need to know Why? Cause I wanna know Why? I wanna know About Mr. Rogers, a stranger danger And a female dodger, but yet they put him on TV TV, so I just hammer out CD Funk Chunkies there grooving away there from their album just called The Funk Chunkies. We're going to hear from uh, the straight jacket fits in a moment, but I just want to ask the audience here, have you got any questions for me? I mean, I've been asking questions of Richard Kingsmill, questions of Simon Day. Later on, you can have questions of Melissa. Any questions for me? When am I going to put my undies on my head? Well, good question, because I didn't actually bring any underwear with me to put on my head, but I am prepared to show you all my underpants now. Is that okay with you? And in fact, you can see I'm wearing a singlet. Hey, put those cameras away. For the audience, look at that. Thank you very much. I actually wore my little Bond singlet that I borrowed off Paul Makura, especially for today as well. It's on with the show. Space can feel an Apollo. Stop that, it's time you went home. Act like there is no tomorrow. What wall are you gonna wear? 
Straightjacket fits a good song here on Triple J, and most of the time we're playing pretty good songs here on Triple J, but in the world there are crappy radio stations. Most of them are commercial, and they play lots of songs, and we're about to get into crappy new releases, but I thought I'd ask the audience here, and I'll go right into the middle of you buggers here. I'll ask you, what is the crappiest record you've ever heard? Hands up. What, anyone got any ideas? I mean, I've got three I'm about to play. Yeah, what's the crappiest record you've ever heard? I can't remember the name of it, but it was by Carla DeVito. It was very strange. How did it go? I mean, what was it on? Oh, I think it was a country and western song. Oh, well, most crappy songs are country and western songs. Anyone else? Yes, you over there. Well, okay, hang on, I'll just goose myself over here. I'm still standing, Elton John. <laughs> and, of course, that's got a crappy film clip to go with it as well. Russell Mulcahy made the, the king of crappy videos. Right, That'll get back to him. He'll never work with you again. Anything by Wilson Phillips. Yes, that's not too bad. Yes, got a bit around there. What do you reckon's the crappiest record you've ever heard? I've never been to me. I've never been to me, Charlene. Well, that's a good selection of crappy old releases. Let's have a listen now to some crappy new releases. <laughs> It's Maynard here, and we've found the brown stuff that goes as crappy new releases this week. You wouldn't believe what we've seen. Let's put the first one up here on the chopping block. It's Rod Stewart, his new single. Thousands of people around Australia are probably going to buy this with very little concern for the public safety. Do we need a record on the charts as crappy as this? It's called Have I Told You Lately? Hey, has anyone told Rod lately? It's a live recording, and listen to the sound of the crowd as he throws a live lobster in there to get some reaction. Have I told you lately that I love you? Have I told you there's no one else above you? Oh, it's songs like that. No wonder Rod Stewart's such a big hit with the girls. Or is it the same girl he keeps marrying? I don't know. They all look the same. Let's move on to the Tiny Hat Orchestra. These people are amazing. They've got a new album out called Noon at Nine, and they come from the home of Nirvana, Seattle. That's right. This band has the Seattle sound. This band is Seattle. They are Seattle. We are Seattle. Let's listen to their version of Caravan. Nine. And stars above that shine so bright The mystery of the fading light That shines upon our caravan Smells like teen spirit to me The Tiny Hat Orchestra from Noon at Nine What a great album oh. <coughs> The Glenn Shorrock alarm's just gone off Now I've got your attention Glenn Shorrock and Brian Catt are working together on a new project called Blazing Salads. And they've sure cut the cheese and put it in this salad, let me tell you. Glenn Shorrock and Brian Catt wrote about a video that they forgot to return called Life of Brian. Blazing Salads, Blazing. Listen to this. Talk about the lonesome loser. That'll be here. Look out for that. Blazing salad's coming near you. Hold the dressing. Well, if that doesn't give into the world, really is a crappy place. I don't know what will. Good morning here live on Triple J. There's a story 
back in Ireland, the country that I'm from, about a certain Danny Boy. I think the story's wrong. He's been around for years and years, I think he'll understand. Danny Boy be now. He should be Danny Man. in an Irish bar sung me drunken men but the only words that I can hear are something Glenn to Glenn his middle name is Danny his first name is O his surname is Boy the song we all know oh Danny Come the further that they go. St. Patrick's Day Parade is bigger in New York because everybody's Irish because their mother comes from Cork. They start the day by marching but end up in a bar. As everybody knows, the Irish love a jar. The crack is mighty and the room is full with joy, but there's never any value when they start singing Danny Boy. Oh, Danny Martian who doesn't have a face. You tell him you're from Ireland and he'll begin to talk. He goes, I know it well, sure me mother comes from Cork. You get him to a rocket driven by Mr. Spock. He'll take you to a bar where the Guinness hits the spot. There's never any value, there's never any joy. If you've ever heard a Martian singing, Danny Boy. In space, no one can hear you scream. Oh, Danny From his album Going Off and Danny Man. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh they liked it. Mike, welcome into the studio now, Melissa. Hi. Five minutes after five o'clock here on Triple J. Hey, Melissa, it's your first time on Sunday Afternoon Fever. Yes, it is. Very wow. First time. You started your career in Richmond Hill, is that correct? Yeah, that was one of the first shows I ever did. Acting in television, like a school play, like, do you have to start out as a tree? What was the part? And Richmond Hill? Yeah. I actually was a, a farm hand. I actually looked after the horses and stuff, and I just became a love interest for one of the main characters who were on the show. Just a small part, but it was my first time on a soap. And pretty soon you're moving to Paradise Beach. Yeah, I'm just doing a, a four-week thing on that. You'd moment. probably be the most experienced actor on the show, wouldn't you? I'm very, yeah, well, 
Oh, that's mean. Give well, him well, a go. Well, well, I just haven't seen many of them before. No, they've never they've never done any acting before, so this is like their first sort of stint. You play a character called Vanessa. Yeah. Is Vanessa like a real bitch? Or what? Yeah, What's she a... is. Oh, what's your story then, Vanessa? Her boyfriend left her after three years and just left her a note saying that he was going off to Paradise Beach. So she comes back. It's the same thing happened to me. She comes back and she just destroys everyone's lives. She's a legend. <laughs> and you're in it for four weeks. Yeah. You managed to destroy a couple of lives in four weeks. You don't muck about. Right We've got an audience. Do you want anybody out wanting questions for Melissa? I mean, now's your chance. You know, you wouldn't bump into the street too often. What's your name again? James. James, what's your question for Melissa? When did you decide to leave East Street? Before or after they turned Max into a wolf? <laughs> I left before that and then I just got back when that storyline came up. Back in time for the yeah. woo! You had Paradise Beach. What's going to happen after that? You're going to do a few weeks there and is there any, any other soapies that are courting you at the moment? And um, neighbours saying, Melissa, come live in Ramsey Street, No, please. not really, no. I want to. I sort of want to concentrate on music and I've got an album coming up this year that needs a lot of time and effort, but so I sort of want to give acting a break for a while. You wrote a few songs on the last album. Are you mm-hmm. going to have a crack at it this yeah, time? Yeah, I'm running with a guy in Melbourne called Clive Young. I'm just starting to songwrite. How do you usually react to the critics? They sort of say, oh, yeah, Melissa, yeah. I mean, what do you do? You go, oh, yeah, you, here. Yeah. Exactly. You just don't read it. You get someone else to read it, and if it's bad, I just don't read it. You'd never had to sue anybody, have you? No, 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 not yet. Oh, not, not yet. yet. The new song's <laughs> called Is It? Yes. And there's a bit of a problem with the film clip for this. Why? Apparently some people aren't showing it because you aren't wearing a helmet in the film clip. Yet. Well, actually, I'm not writing... I'm not riding the Vespa. Oh, you actually I'm on the back trailer. of the trailer, so we thought it'd be all right. All right. And I was actually a bit worried about playing a CD because, it, as the audience will notice, you're not wearing a helmet in the studio today either. <laughs> <laughs> well, Melissa, thanks a lot for coming along here on Sunday afternoon. You're going to hang around, have some sandwiches. Why don't you introduce your new single here on Triple J? Okay, here is my latest single, and it's called Is It? Not wearing a helmet. Not wearing a helmet. <laughs>
Proceed onto the next man who will give you what you need. See the BS live through a brother who's got a fit. Same game as I heard work, cause I'm out of here. Triple J on Sunday afternoon fever, and you should have seen the audience go quiet when Melissa came in. Before they came in, it's like, little Melissa was going, Melissa comes in, it's like, oh, it's Melissa. And everyone went really quiet. This next song is, isn't by Melissa, but it does have a phrase which maybe she could use in her next song. It's by the mysterious voices of Bulgaria, and the main phrase in this, it's only said once, but it's great, is, my God, how it pumps. Could we try that now? And if you can do a bit of a Bulgarian accent, it's sort of, my God, how it pumps. Give it a go. One. Okay, that wasn't a Bulgarian accent. Stuff yeah. here we go. My God, how it pumps. Roll it, Scotty. He's lost it. Oh, Scotty, he's lost it. Okay, we'll try the audience one more. My God, how it comes! Thank you, Dora. Thanks to the Bulgarian State Radio and Television Female Choir, which gave us at last this typical Balkanic dance, more human, more true. A more sincere dance. <laughs> for sure, nobody gives something for nothing, and they asked us in exchange for Ramaya, the international hit, but I must admit that this was worth it. It was worth it! Pipero. Hey, guys, this Italo-Bulgarian Pipero dance is really pumping. I can't remember a hit like this since the days of the Bay City Rollers. Maybe you crazy. What? You don't remember Ramaya. What is Ramaya? Ramaya. Tinga, 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 kirigi pelile. Ah, Ramaya, okay. Maybe you're right. But listen to the beat of the Pipero. Pipero. Okay, let's sing in Italian now. Repeat with me, più mano, più vero. Più mano, più vero. È un ballo straniero. Qui l'atmosfera sa di pipero. Se in discoteca balli u pipero, pipero. 
Now Only. Very good. My God, how it pumps! Same bed. 
Good shot up Venus here on Sunday Afternoon Fever live from the men's toilet in uh, Harris Street, Ultima. Shriek back. Everybody sick of ordering pizza, everybody tired of holding hands, everybody had their share of small talk, everybody bought of making plans, everybody had their feet inspected, everybody had to get a grip, everybody got their plastic bullets, everybody shooting from a hip, everybody bites their hand and feeds them, everybody had their one night stands. Everybody here go back, everybody here go back. Everybody had their blood transfusion, everybody got their ironing done, everybody had their cash invested, everybody caught in good clean fun, everybody here been disinfected, everybody waiting for the yacht, everybody gets silent treatment, everybody is afraid to cough, everybody ate a hearty breakfast, everybody loves that kind of thing. Everybody here go back, everybody here go back, everybody here, everybody here, everybody here go back, everybody here, everybody here. Strain your brain as we all play Maynard's Mastermind. Live! Baby John Burgess can't do it. <laughs> Even Adriana can't do it. But Maynard can in Australia's poorest quiz, Maynard's Mastermind. What's today's topic, Quizmaster Maynard? Well, today's topic's a pretty mixed bag of stuff. I mean, just for the people at home, I'll just give them a question at home because I know everyone likes to. Um, let's see now. In Dallas, what is the name of the Ewing Ranch? Okay, that's one you can sort of test at home. That's one of the questions I'm going to be asking a contestant soon as we pick from our live audience someone to come on Maynard's Mastermind and maybe win a child's bow and arrow set. This is excitement. Plus, let's have the Pet Shop Boys. They've been playing with a bow and arrow set now for years.
selected and everyone's ready for round one in Maynard's Mastermind. Maynard, who's our first contestant? Our lucky first contestant is Al! Let's a round of applause for Al! Here's question one. It's all about the Late Show, okay? Which is, you watched it last night, did you? Definitely. You'll get this one then. Who's the new Smart Acre member of the Late Show? Um, Judith Lucy. That is correct! Okay, still on television. Here, question two. In Murphy Brown, what is the name of her current affairs show? What's the name of her current affairs show? They I all can't work stand on it? Murphy Brown. Oh, well, well, you'd even see it on the ads. No, sorry. I Anyone in the audience? FYI. FYI, which stands for? For your information. What do you want to be playing for? You want to play for the Bow and Arrow set, the uh, Rat Cat album we've got over there? Hold up some of the great prizes, Anne-Marie. Anne-Marie actually has done some work on Great Temptation in the past. And there she's holding up the fishing set, which you can use in the bath or in the lounge room. It's for small children, so you won't hurt yourself, Al. Also, we've got the Rat Cats. Everything in that plastic bag down there. Everything in this plastic bag could be yours. I can also see in here a couple of my DAG books, a Mark Armand video, a couple of signed Rat Cat albums, which uh, Simon signed himself. And look at this, something very special, a mint condition copy of I Should Be So Lucky, Kylie Minogue. This could all be yours. So what of that would you like if you win here, Al? Um, I think the Ratcat album. The Ratcat album. Who said Aloha from Hawaii via satellite in 1973? Who said Aloha from Hawaii? Wasn't... God, I was born that year. How would well, I you should have been. You this is a piece of rock history you should know, Al. Um, I'm sorry. Elvis did it. Elvis. Elvis, Elvis did it. Elvis is a loser. Oh, whoa. Jeez. See Simon Day spit daggers at you then. Look at him looking at you, Al. He doesn't want you to have his album now. In Dallas, what is the name of the Ewing Ranch? Um, South Fool or something like South that. Fool? Fool. Fool. South Fool. No, it's in fact South Fork. Should we give it to her? Okay, it was south of something. That's the important thing. And of course, out of five, you've got... One right. That means you don't really two, actually... Two, two. 
Two, okay, two right. Anne Marie, you're a lousy scorekeeper. So look, we'll give you the Rat Cat album anyway, and we'll be back in just a second with round two on Maynard's Mastermind. Ow, what a loser you were. I know, sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Our engineer was off smoking a joint.
Tokyo Scar Paradise Orchestra here on Triple J. A track from the album Pioneers and Buzzsaws, requested by Pierre. Did you enjoy hearing it there, Pierre? Yeah, I love it. Now, did you see the Tokyo Scar when they were out? No, they wouldn't let me in. This is Maynard's Mastermind on Triple J, and we're about to enter round two. Maynard, what's the score, and who's lucky player number two? Our new lucky player is Libby. A round of applause for Libby. Libby, Libby, Libby. Hey, you were having a chat there. You were really surprised the way Melissa looked because, like most people, you'd never seen her not on the television. Yeah, I mean, she's so different in real life. She's got this gorgeous skin, really beautiful skin, but really petite, really little. And I always thought on TV she looked, you know, one of these bustling sort of girls. And Was anyone surprised at the way she looked in real life as the way you thought she'd look? Anybody? Yeah. Or the man in the control room, Ross, but you're an engineer. You just used... Look at him, look at him. He's all embarrassed now. He's hiding under the desk. But I just thought, since we're talking about the way people look on TV and everything, I've got in my hand the new Danny Minogue single, which I can't play here because we don't have a turntable. Oh Called This Is It. But I'm just going to fold it out because inside there's a poster of Danny. Look, here don't you reckon that's definitely Earl McPherson underwear? Earl McPherson. It's about the shoes. What, you don't like his shoes? What's the problem? They're just gross. They're wedding shoes, aren't they? Danny McMahon. I mean, is it really going to have... It's got the same impact. Danny McMahon's new single. Libby? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Question one, Libby. How many kids do Agneta and Bjorn from ABBA have together? And if you know their names, extra points. But we've made this a very, very hard one. One boy and one girl. One for each. So that's, that's right. Two. That's true. That is correct. And I, you don't know the names, do you? Is that a boy and a girl? They're, yeah, like you said, yeah. Oh. Linda? They're, Linda? That is correct. Linda, Linda is one, yeah. And What's the other one? And um, Christian? Would it Christian? That's correct. Linda and Christian That's are their so names. Cool. Well done there. I, I was an ABBA fan. The an ABBA best fan. Ever. I saw Best of ABBA on sale at a garage sale the other day for $1. And I thought, That's disgusting. You had to buy it. <gasps> Question two. In the latest Ratcat single, World in a Rapper, who is the guest rapper? It's no use looking at Simon Day's mouthing it to you, but it's not. His name is Rosano Martinez, also known as the Assassin. Oh, too bad about that. Which band sent nude photos of themselves to Sandy Shaw to try and get her to sing with them? Which band? We're talking an English band, a band that isn't together anymore, but their lead singer is doing very well on his own. Nude photos of themselves. So Sandy Shaw has nude photos of this band somewhere, which she looks at every day. The Smiths? That is correct! Last question, I'm sure you'll get this one. What is the name of Melissa's character in Paradise Beach? Did I asked she, her. Did she say that? She name? said, yes, we said it a couple yeah, of she times. She was a bitch, I knew that. Yeah, she's a bitch, yeah. And what's her name? Vanessa? That is correct! So, you can either take away a signed picture of Bruce Samazan or a very special book here, Wham's Last Stand, the entire concert that Wham did. And look, there's a picture of Angela Ridgely and Georgie on the back there. You can win this if you like. Do you want this? The Rat Cat Album. Okay, you can have a Rat Cat Album. Well done there. We'll be back with round three in just a second. Here's Duran Duran.
As we listen to that Duran Duran song, we're recreating that here in the studio. I was shaving thing. What a mess! I see we've got a Duran Duran fan here too. Sure am. For our Sydney listeners, the Mad Club, which is a sort of a nightclub I do, we're doing a Duran Duran night tomorrow night at the Piccadilly Hotel, which is in Victoria Street at King's Cross. So if you want to come along, come along and say hello. I'll be the one looking very much. Oh, look, just like Simon LeBond, don't I? Yeah, thanks for nothing. Okay, one more round to go in Maynard's Mastermind. What's the score, Maynard, and who's the final challenger? Well, Al's on two out of five. Libby was on four out of five. We're not quite sure how she knew some of those answers. We suspect she may have been cheating psychically. But we have Jane here. Hiya, Jane. Hi. You can win the child's bow and arrow set suitable for putting someone's eye out in a suburban centre near you. Question one. In the series Family Ties, what was Michael J. Fox's character name? Extra points if you know its middle initial. Michael J. Fox's character's name in Family Ties. I don't know. Alec P. Keaton. You knew, didn't you? The Duran Duran fan knew that. Boy, you you know a lot of useless stuff. Question two. Who were the, wor- f- who were the worst? <clears throat> who were the first Western pop group to play in Beijing? Easy one. Was it Wham? That is correct. <laughs> What's your favourite Wham song anyway, Jane? I like wham itself. I am a man, you know that one. Oh, wham rap. Job, you know. Question three. If I was driving my Volkswagen, I was cruising along in my V-Dub, and I co-jacked it, what would I be doing? If I co-jacked it in my V-Dub, what would I be doing? Turned it over on its top? No, I wouldn't even be shaving my head. You want to have another go? What would I be doing if I co-jacked it? Take... Like if it was convertible, took the top off? No. no. What would be happening is I'd be getting a car park out the front of exactly where I was going because Kojak does that all the time. <laughs> it, well, it, it's a common expression. We used to do that a lot in Newcastle. We'd say Kojak did when we get out the front of the place. Anyway, who am I? Don't answer it yet. You've got to have the clues first, okay? <laughs> I was born in 1958 of uh, French ancestry and went to the same school as Elton John. Got it yet? No. I always wanted to be an actor and as a child appeared in washing powder commercials and a West End play. In 1978, my first band was a punk outfit called Dog Days. But it broke up after supporting Supercharged at a local college dance. I'm married to a model and we have two daughters. At first, my band went labelled New Romantics and a second-rate Spandau Ballet because of our fluffy haircuts. But after a visit to a hairstylist, we changed all that. I was one of the teen sex idols of the early 80s. My band had recently become popular again after a major slump in the late 80s. And I'm probably known for best songs like... Planet Earth, Girls on Film, Hungry Like the Wolf. Simon LeBon. That is correct. <laughs> Boy, after all that, we find... Oh, I, I didn't realise it was a I, I would have to go, and my name is Simon Who was the performer on last night's episode of The Late Show's Toilet Break? Who was it? There was someone very famous, a very famous female singer. Well, not singing, she does something. She was singing last night, but very spectacular. <laughs> Who was it last I night? I was working, I don't know. No one told you? No. It was Kim Wilson. <laughs> Who was it? So how many points has she got out of five? You've only got two out of five. A round of applause for Big Jane. <laughs> so it looks like Libby takes off the bow and arrow set there. Libby, where are you? Yeah, you're pretty excited about getting the... Could you give that to me? I'll just have her eye out from here with it if I can. Oh, look at that. A real plastic archery set. You can take that home and, and seriously hurt the child of your choice. Look, I'd like to thank our guest here on Sunday Afternoon Fever. I'd like to thank Mrs. Sinatra, who didn't actually make it. She wasn't home. She didn't come home tonight. Rob Clarkson, who came in, the Hollywood Kids, and, of course, the Andy 500, Simon Day, Melissa, and anyone else I've forgotten, thank you for coming along, and all the technical staff here that have really helped us out in a big way. Yeah, come on. <laughs> a very special afternoon. We'd like to thank Chris Farmer, Ian Judge, and, of course, Scott White for their fantastic production. And now... Let's all have a Terry chat. Take it away, Terry Roberts.
Uh, the acoustic sessions come direct from Adelaide with big things flying. So stick around for that. And right now on the Jays, here's Ratcap. <laughs>